episode of Entwine with B podcast. So excited for this and the insightful discussion this podcast would offer. First, here is a quote from Robert Frost. He wrote in one of his poems, Two roads diverge in a wood, and I to the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. Ponder on that for a minute. We all have journeys of life. And what are those decisions? What are those choices we make along this journey? Just give that a thought. Today, I would be sharing what Entwine with Be podcast is going to be about. As introduced in the trailer, I would share my experience as an immigrant, the challenges I faced, the things I wish I knew before, and the beautiful things life as an immigrant has had to offer. Having to leave this culture, this tradition, these people, the familiarity that I was used to, having to leave all of those and having to move to another country. You know, I flew miles and miles to this new mysterious country, knowing nothing about it. And just the experiences, you know, the challenges, the things I wish I knew before are what I'm going to be sharing. You know, in my case, I moved from Nigeria to the United States. But in your case, it could be you moved from Ethiopia to Canada, or you moved from the U.S. to Kenya, or you moved from Australia to the United States, or from the U.S. to Australia or in whatever form that happened. We move as a student who spends the entire summer to study in another country, or as an entrepreneur who spends two days in this unfamiliar country, or as a visiting scholar who attends a conference or attends a one-year project, or even visiting families, you know, going on trips across countries, for the culture, and so many other reasons. It could be for a sole purpose, which could be to exploit culture, which, I, which is something I personally enjoy and value. So this podcast will be sharing the challenges and the things we wish we knew before, the culture shock, differences in lifestyles. For an entrepreneur, the challenge might be understanding countries' business ethics. For instance, I have a summit in France. It is important to understand the business ethics. Do they have bureaucracies I have to follow to get my message across? And you know, just the overall cultural behaviors. For a student, it could be a communication challenge. Or it could be the educational system. Speaking of education, I remember my story as an immigrant five years ago. I remember sitting in my first class and Adley had what the instructor was saying. You know, I had to rely on textbooks and office hours, going to office hours to survive that semester. You know, I also remember my first conference. Uh, presentation at the University of Maryland, you know, coupled with being nervous for the presentation. I was also nervous. Like, are they actually going to 
hear what I was saying? Are they going to understand the content I'm trying to present? And I also remember feeling imposter syndrome when I won my first award. <laughs> Shocker. Um, I kept thinking, is it to promote diversity? And all sort of things, you know. I was conscious of all of these differences and intimidated by this new educational system and balancing different cultures in between that I withdrew and missed out on a lot of great opportunities. You know, looking back, I have grown and still learning strategies and it is my passion, you know, to help individuals who are struggling because of language barrier, cultural differences to navigate life experiences. I want to tell you that it is okay and that you have a community in me and you to navigate through this together. One of the many things for me and my family that we had to learn was gift giving. You know, back in my country, it wasn't really the practice to give on birthdays or during Christmas, but coming here, you know, we had to learn this amazing culture and we have had years of practice and it's been lovely. In this podcast, I am going to be discussing a wide range of topics, not limited to my experience of food, the weather, the language, racism, the education system, parental influence, and plethora of ideas, all sort of issues, just to share a little bit about myself and my journey to the United States of America as a little girl. I've heard, and I'm sure, as many of you have heard, um, parents talk about the American dream. As a child, then, I didn't really understand, you know, what all that meant. All I knew was that my parents, especially my dad, always sought opportunities outside the country to have a better life, to create a better future for the family. This was what I understood as the American dream. That being said, I knew then when I was in primary school to when I went to high school, you know, my dad would field his applications to Switzerland, to Australia, and I think at that time also, he also filled in visa applications to come to the United States. But that never, always never worked out. And he spent a lot of money, you know, paying for those applications, sending the certificates. I remember him sharing recently that he sent his original teaching certificate as was a teacher in Nigeria, a geography teacher. And I was shocked. I was like, why would you, you know, send your original certificate to people you don't know, to a country you've never been to? And I was just, wow, this is what my dad was willing to sacrifice, you know, just to give us a better future. To cut the long story short, it was successful. The research in the United States was successful. One day I was in Benin Republic, another country. Hmm, I don't know how many hours is there. It's about three hours or four hours depending on traffic or the road. I seriously can't remember. Anyways, I was in a school there. I was learning basic French. Uh, one evening, I got a call from my dad. He was asking me questions like, um, 
Can you please send your birth certificate? Can you please sign this for me? I'm going to scan this document to you, sign it, and scan it back to me. And I was like, what is going on? What is my dad doing? What is it trying to accomplish? Am I in trouble? Anyways, I continued to go to school in Benin Republic. And come December, come Christmas time, Christmas time, at this time, I have spent nine months and was supposed to transition to another school in Benin Republic, kind of like the university. I was to transition there and then start school and then start university. And I got home during December and then my dad told me the news and we got visitor, all of us, to go to the United States. At that time, I didn't know what to feel because I wasn't really... Uh, obsessed with Americans, so to say. I just think just my young age and my exposure, I didn't really have much exposure to the American culture except movies. Anyways, I got home and my dad told me we were going to the United States. And I was like, okay, dad, but what is going to happen to my school? And this was like December and we were planning to go next year, August, so like nine months nine months and at this point would I not go to school before this time my dad traveled with me to Benin Republic we started making inquiries to see what options um was it it was either to take a year course or continue to a full-fledged university but then we have to travel the next year you know we came to the conclusion to go back to Nigeria, and then maybe just find something doing before we travel. So we came to Nigeria, and I had to start looking for a job. And fortunately, I found a job at a primary school at where I live, and it was to teach French. And I remember teaching French to GSS 1, GSS 2, and that's equivalent to middle school, fifth or sixth grade. I really am not sure. Um, anyway, I also taught like primary school and it was interesting and fun experience. And I was like a part-time teacher, you know, <laughs> I didn't really have to like be in school all day. I just came for my le- lessons and when my lesson is done, I left. But then when there's like a teacher celebration or parents teacher meetings, um, or at the end of his school anniversary, you know, I was there. So it was just a really good experience overall. And so that was what I continued to do. I'm, I remember my parents from phone calls. Um, they were discussing, oh, how are we going to, like, get the money to buy plane tickets? How are we going to settle down for people? How are we going to get the funds? And I don't know how hard, um, I will use the word hard and difficult and expensive to buy plane tickets then, not to talk of settling down. You know, I just would really use this opportunity to thank my parents, to say thank you, mom and dad, for your sacrifices, for your, for just everything you've done. You know, we said goodbye to our friends and neighbors, Come today to travel, we all went to the airport and we got there. And at last, the agencies we booked through had scheduled us for different days, which was not a plan. 
come join me in tourist time to find out what happened, you know, the emotion that followed and more of my first, my first plane ride, my first social um, gathering, my first class, my just my first generally. And I will talk to you in tourist time. This episode of Entwine has ended. But be sure to subscribe for more content on how to navigate life as an immigrant. And don't forget to rate and review so I can continue to bring you the next best content. Talk to you soon.